How you doing, everyone? Yes, this is Rashi Hammond of DC Boxing Legends Podcast, and I'm live here with a veteran, veteran Hillcrest own, Hey Ru Carter, y'all. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey Ru uh, Carter's in the building, man. One of the best hooks I ever seen in boxing. Thanks, man. Trying to tell you. Okay, Hey Ru, yeah, we um we started this podcast to um focus on the on on all the champions, all the contenders, all all the all the greats, all the legends of DC. And um we here we're going to uh, share some memorable moments from the past that we had in in the 90s. Oh yeah, man, the best era right there, boy. Yes indeed. Yes. yes indeed. So uh hey Ru, how long have you been boxing? Man, I've been boxing since I guess that's uh 88. I say it was 88. Wow. 88. Yeah. That was yeah. like the golden time right there, the 88. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, man. It was even more gold than watching the people before us, man. Right. Remember the people before us, Star Child, Tim, the Bama Hilly. Oh, yeah. Bill Foster, Jamal Hinton. Yeah, you, you named some, name some, some, some vicious fighters right there, brother. Yeah. Some vicious fighters, man. Uh. We, we man, you came from the same gym. We had different trainers, different right. camps, but it was the same same gym. So, um, tell me about Hillcrest and what made you choose Hillcrest to train. Man, I'm gonna tell you the thing was, well, first, yeah, you know, and I don't want everybody to know, even though we from, we from two separate time time times inside the gym, we were still in the gym together. Uh, you and I were still considered Hillcrest, and, it, and and the thing was, um, at first, uh, uh, our trainers were together. And, you know, Tom and McCann couldn't get along. It was funny. I don't know if you remember watching them argue, man. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they joined me. They were. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a marriage, man. So they, they decided to sit up. And uh, I guess sometimes was was right for um, for Tom, sometimes right for McCann. Right. So, then that, so so we all kind of stood up. We were still home team. We were still Hillcrest, you know. But the reason why I chose, what happened with me with choosing Hillcrest was actually when I when I first started, uh, my father took me to Sugar Ray Linus Gym. Okay. I, I started with Mr. Hinton. Okay. And I remember, yeah, and I remember going in there, man, and uh, and and he uh, he kept going. He was like, man, do five this, five of that, and after that, do five this, five of that. And when you finish with that, come back. You know what I want you to do? I said, what? Just do five hundred more. So he didn't have me train that. I'm just starting boxing. So I'm thinking, man, this dude ain't even showing me nothing. He ain't, he ain't teaching me nothing. Right. So and then, then at the same time, my father was like, look, I can't keep bringing you up here. I got work. So since I was interested in fighting, I found a closer gym to me because I was living in Glass Manor at the time. So the closer gym was to me to catch the bus was the Hillcrest. Okay. So I started catching the bus to Hillcrest. And when I got there, McCann, man, McCann just threw me in there. He kind of <laughs> threw me to the rules. I guess he was trying to see what my heart really was. And if it wasn't for him tightening my body and up and, and everything doing 500 and everything, I probably would have died in that joint. Right. So I started, yeah, so I, that's how I started getting here. I started catching the bus and so I started driving. I was catching the bus to Hillcrest because it was more convenient. Okay, I understand that, man. Um, yeah. how, how many amateur fights did you have? Oh, my God. Man, I had to have, like, you know what? I, I don't know if you remember. It had to be hundreds. It was hundreds, because, man. I'm sure. Because I mean, I'm gonna tell you, I, you know, I was I was really an amateur for ten years. Most people don't stay amateur that long. Right. I was a, I was an amateur for ten years, man. And uh, and I just enjoyed fighting so much. I didn't care about making no money, turning pro. I just wanted to fight. I love the trophy. You know, trophies were everything to us back then. Yes, indeed. So 
so I love doing that. And uh, I, I, and I remember we had our little book, you know, our book every time we had a fight, we signed it. But when it ran out of pages, I, it, it just, I don't remember bringing my book no more. I don't if know if my you ran did. out of pages, you you definitely got over 100-something fights. If you ran out of yeah. that book, yeah. Yeah, but when I first started, man, I, I used to lose all the time. I remember I had L's on it. And, I, and it's funny because I remember hearing you talk, I think, the, I thought the, um, the podcast with uh, Matt, uh, uh, Matthew, that was, you know, Ray, man, that, that was a bad boy. That was a softball right there. Yes, he was. Winner. Yes, he I, was. I, 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 I remember Ray, man, and, uh, and we, I think I heard y'all talking about the loss and how you take, and, and I was listening to y'all podcast and mm -hmm. how you used to take them on in your life. And it's so true because I always think when I used to lose all the time, I was depressed about it when I first, I first started. Right. The first couple years, I lost all the time and I would come home and my father would be like, man, don't worry about you have your day. But I, I would look at the, all the other fighters before us and be like, and I'm like, I ain't gonna, there's no way I could possibly be that good like that one day. But my day came and I never lost again, man. You know, um, I remember it's always said, Lord, losing makes you. I, I, I started winning because losing, I got tired of losing. Is is you 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 fix those mistakes, man? Give especially in the amateurs. A lot of these young guys don't know amateurs is about preparing yourself for the professional level. Yeah, right. So so when you taking these losses, you taking them. You learn. You you're mastering your craft. You're getting yeah. better and better. Especially in this competitive area in the eighties and nineties, this oh was a God. very competitive. Just to get out of DC was vicious, man. Just to get out of this <laughs> town, man. <laughs> reason for getting into boxing was most of the dudes that was, they was dudes that used to box for Kenilworth in my neighborhood, and they was okay. going around whooping dudes, man. So my father said, man, I'm taking y'all to the gym. And that was the reason for us getting into it, too, because they was going around. It was like 10 dudes that fought for Kenilworth going around yeah. jumping dudes, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man, all the boxing, man, all the boxing. You can't survive like that. Yeah, man, same here, man. I, I, you know, same here. I need to, you know, I'm a little light skinned nigga around there. You know? <laughs> I, I, I need to learn how to protect myself, you know. Exactly. And, and, yeah, 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 exactly, man. man. And, and rap man around there, rap, rap man, rap man was yeah. vicious, Slim. Rap yeah. man was a vicious yeah. dude, man. Yeah. Well, we had a lot of jokes. We had a lot of jokes, man. Should have really been world champions, man. These streaks seem like, you know, they they grabbing our youngest up, man. We got got do something about it. We got to help them remember, you know. Yes, and I noticed, man, I looked through your box, box rack. Man, I didn't know you was undefeated. You retired oh, undefeated. Yeah, yeah man, it's just, that's bittersweet, you know, because to this day, man, I want to, I want to, I want to, I'm ready to get back in. I think about it all the time, man, especially when Mike Tyson be pulling a little crap like he pulling now. Right, right. Man, I, think, I, I think about it, man, because, you know, I, I feel okay. I'm older, but I know it's people out there I can still be. I know you know it's people out there that you can be. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I watch you too. Yeah. And I, I know you know. We watch these fights, man. They just not, and I heard this before too. They, the, I heard your match talking about this, the basics. They not sticking to the fundamentals, they, they man. Not, it's man. it's mm -hmm. hurting them later. Yes. Turn them later, man. Exactly. You know, 
Yeah. Where's the jab? They don't even don't even use the basic jabs no more. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to bash him, but that's the whole point of the, the podcast is to create awareness for these youngins to uh, especially for some guys that been there. You, we ain't no guys, you know, and and and, and look, I said this to Ray too, because I've been hearing a lot of uh fighters complain about the coaches not being what never fighters, but I, I kind of like take a little bit of that uh of that is created from us too because we didn't right. we didn't start training nobody to keep the sport alive. Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? We walked away, we abandoned the sport and left it up to the football coaches and all that to take yeah, over the yeah. boxing game, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, and I and I'll be honest with you. So I did a little bit and, and it was hard. I'm gonna tell you what took me so long when 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 the great uh of McCann died I, it was like my father died and I was broke. I ain't want see box no more. And I did, and, and, and it was like, and it, was, and it also at the same time, it was hard. Like some people say, you know, watch other people fight is like watching your wife cook in somebody else's kitchen. Right. I ain't want to, I didn't want to go to the fight. I, I disappeared for a while. I, I did didn't the same thing, man. Yeah, man. It, 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 so, but it, but it, but like you said, it was selfish of us. We, we we got an obligation to the younger generation of people, and then we get, then we leave it to other people who ain't fit to do the coaching, and, and they just don't raise the kids right or with the same understanding or exactly. the same, you know. Yeah, exactly. man. Boxing is not no sport. You just can read a book and research and try to just start. Oh no! You know what I'm saying this is a sport. You have to have been hit to really. <laughs> <laughs> to really understand the pain that a fight is going through, you have to be yeah, hitting man. the face, man. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I had a lot of couple say I tell my wife all the time if if somebody was to like when I die and somebody was to absorb my body and and and, and, and X-ray, man, they just swore down. I was abused. My had two broken hands, broken nose, broken ribs. Uh, you know, we keep concussions, broken jaw, yeah. all that. You know, yeah. but but because how can you have to love something to stand up and all that? Exactly, you got to love it, man. You got to to go through that abuse. It's it's it's, it's just a it's a it's a thin line. Boxing is a true thin line between. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, only real men survive it too. Exactly, man. Uh, tell me about your defining moment in boxing. Give me one of your defining moments in the sport. One of them. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you one of them. Um, it was an amateur moment, but I and I like. Bring it up because I want to bring my man B into that. You know, okay. you remember B Scott? So, yes, man. Yeah, rest in power, man. Man, man, what? I mean, I'm gonna tell you, B. I remember when I had, I just came up. I just started getting myself together, really winning, and I, and I, I was ready to fight B. And B, you know, you remember B was the man he back was then. A bad boy. God. Oh my God! Hey, uh, so I was scared of. You know, ain't no, ain't no thing to say. I'm scared of. Now right. I can say it. You know, right, right. I, of I, I, I was, I was petrified. So I remember. I quit. I stopped doing everything. I don't know if I was in school now, but I, 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 I stopped woman. I was skipping just the train because I was so afraid of him because um I, I had knocked my guy out the, the, the time the fight before okay. and then a fuck was Saturday doing the golden gloves. Okay. He knocked his knock, he knocked this man out. Now I'm in the front row. He knocked this guy out right in front of me, then he <laughs> leans over the rope. He leans over the rope while she is staring at me and starts screaming. Oh, my oh, God. oh man. Hey young, I almost hey, I almost hey, bro. She almost dead on my right on my <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I so, so I went out, started training hard. We got in there now. I lost the beat. It, when we fought, it was it was electric, man. It, okay. it was, it was a, that was at Hillcrest. Yeah, he yeah Hillcrest. He what year was this? Uh, I think it was ninety. 
I was there. I was there. Matter of fact, yeah, it was ninety-four. I was there. He knocked out that dude. That that dude fought like Mike Tyson. It did. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? The dude, the dude, dude fought. He man, he. Man, I remember that fight. I remember y'all fight too. Hey, hey, man! If you, if you, I lost you on the tape, you have to find somebody to get it. Get it, man! It's hard. Juice, Juice be doing me wrong, man. I be trying to get it. Call me back. Juice ain't call me back. I'm just teasing Juice. He come, he came through for me once, but I say, Juice, come on, Juice. I'm trying to get a fight, man. I'm trying to get my fights, man. I got at least at least seventy fights with him from him alone. Man, me too. And he got he got over ten thousand dollars worth of fights. I mean, ten thousand. I'm sorry, he got ten thousand over ten thousand tapes. That's what he told me. Yeah, he told me. Yeah, it was I, know, so I, I know he's busy. Yeah. But when I lost, so I lost to B, but it was a real close fight to the point. Some people thought I won, and B told me later he wasn't sure he won either. And um, and so he so he won the fight. And even though I lost to B, the way I lost to him, I, my life changed right there. Everybody right. knew me. Everybody knew I was. And uh, it did then another lesson I learned too about about fans and, and and how fans are. That I couldn't go around without people so asking autographs or who you are, they knew who I was, all that stuff. Yeah. And then, and then, look, and then the next fight, we fought again. Now after that fight, I was so I got so comfortable. I, I didn't train right. Right. I, I, I took some time off. So McCann called me and said, "Yeah, B want a rematch." Wow. I said, "Well, I, I said I ain't been training." He said, "Well, B probably ain't been training either." I said, oh, "Okay, we get there. This nigga had been training out Philadelphia fighting. For man, real? I man, this rematch." Matter of fact, B, when we went to uh. After y'all fought, we went to uh Philly. We went to Philly. not we went to Jersey City. I was there. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, that okay, that that must be weird. Okay, so Oh, that so might I be something different then. Cause he went we went to Jersey City with Chop Chop and him was the headliner up there. We fought the Jersey City team that year. It might have been, it might have been, Rashid. Yep. You might be right. Because he came back sharp and he Yeah, he was vicious. Before. Yeah, yeah, he was vicious. Yeah, I could, that rematch, I couldn't touch me. When I said I couldn't touch him, I got frustrated and held him doing a break and hit him. Everybody booed me. I left, so we left the, after the fight was over. We walked back to the dress room. Now, one person said nothing to me. And I, right there, I realized you, fans are just fans. They go with the win, man. They go with the win. And you can't never catch, and never get caught slipping, man. Never, man. But but if that was a learning. Le- that see, that's another thing. That was the beauty of it, the learning lesson yep. from it. I bet you ain't never yep. take no fight when you wasn't in shape again after. That. <laughs> never, I ain't never get out of shape. That's, my that's right. And, and you know what? That was the, a lot of people don't know me and my 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 brother. We only got to tr- stop training once a month. I mean, one. Not. I'm sorry. We only got to not train once a year for one week. That's it. Huh? My father gave us July. First through the seventh, that was it. <laughs> your father was bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, y'all, and y'all was unattached. Right? Were y'all always labeled unattached? Nah, we was under time. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all was. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, we that's was right. under time. I, I was, you know, I was thinking about, what's my man he called Holyfield? He looked like Holyfield. Who, um... It's called Holyfield, because he looked like Holyfield inside his, his, in his, uh, in his head gear. Who was I that? Like, of course, I was with us, man. Yeah, we was. We, I was with y'all. We was with Hillcrest, man. We was. See, y'all, but you had your father like a side trainer or something. Yeah, he, he was. He was. He was the um. He was uh, Tom's trainer too. He was with Tom too. And what my father would do would go to those um. Every time we went to a national, he went to all the uh the different uh clinics and stuff they had up there. Yeah. And so he learned all the the strength and conditioning and. He learned about how to, um, how to like when before the fights about carbohydrates before fight like spaghetti, 
uh, 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 all that stuff. He was on that big time, man, and, and, okay. and okay. intermittent fasting and all. He knew about about all that stuff before now and how it's big now. He was like 20 years ahead of the game with it before boxing. It was strange to people the stuff he was doing back then, though. Yeah, yeah, that's why, that's why y'all was y'all was right. Everybody knew the Hammond brothers. Oh man. yeah, man, most definitely, man. Man, man, everybody knew Jerry Jones. I'm all out old Jerry, Jones Jerry Jones was a bad boy too, man. Jerry yeah, Jones was, was a bad boy, man. Yeah, he had a man. I used to see he was on he was if I'm not mistaken, he was on Tuesday night fights more than one time. Yeah, he fought. I, I went with him to Atlanta City when he fought Carter Truth Williams. Everybody counted him out. Nobody thought he beat Carter Truth. Man, he whooped Carter Truth. He beat Williams. his ass, He's man. I fight. remember that, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn sure, sure did. did, man. But he and I, I seen him on uh on the on the on the um on our Instagram page. He sent me some videos and he was like, man, if if I wasn't caught up in them streets, man, I already yeah. I said I, yeah. I, I can yeah. believe it, man. That's another one. That's another one. Jerry was vicious, man. And then Jerry had the personality. He, he just a, he just a good. He just his, his personality is incredible, man. He good dude, man. Too. You know what I'm saying? Remember Daryl Lattimore? Daryl Lattimore, yes indeed, man. We had got Daryl Lattimore uh, ready for the fight against um, Daryl Coley. That was the best shape he was oh, ever in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my father yeah. was my father. Tom let uh, my father take over that session and had him right for Daryl Daryl Lat Daryl Coley for that yeah, one. Man. Even though he lost, yeah. it was a good fight. But that was the best he'd been in a long time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be saying sometime at the church. You go to First Baptist Church. You do? Okay. Yeah. Tell him I say Andrew. what's up, man, when you see him. I will, man. man. I was thinking about it because this stuff you want, want people to remember Andrew Council. Andrew, Andrew Council was a bad. I, I remember watching Andrew Council fight over at the uh, the DC Army. Man, he, I was there. I was there. You saw when he hit that joke with like yeah. six uppercuts, Joe. Hey, yeah, I remember. I, remember <laughs> I can't wait. For, I can't wait for my moment. He jumped in the air. They was carrying, man. All that, man. You know, living that dream. When you a fighter. I dream. I slept. I ate. Yes, I drank. I didn't do nothing but think about boxing. Exactly, man. Me too, man. All day. Yeah, and all I, you know, and and, and, and from that, from them came us. When we got. Uh, you know, we know when Sean May Mitchell came right above him, you know, Reggie Green was in Hillcrest with us too. Yeah, I remember you know, I remember hearing that Reggie Green was there with y'all. He's with McCann, right? Yeah, we well no, actually he was with another trainer, I forget his name, but that same trainer ended up becoming our trainer when we turned pro. So we actually had Reggie Green in our camp. So we spawned with Reggie, Reggie Green. Reggie Green hit hard as on no what. So I spawned him one time before and when I was young. I ain't Reggie never Green. been hit by nobody hit like that guy, man. Nah. Same here. Look, I had a fight coming up with uh with uh what's this dude in Baltimore named um Charles Clark. There's supposed to be a trilogy. My third fight with her, I saw Reggie Green. Reggie cracked my rib. I was man. so mad. <laughs> Reggie could man, hit, man. man. And he only like one forty, man. He was he was one forty seven. One forty seven hit like a damn truck, Joe. Man, incredible, man. Incredible, man. You know, we got Tony Thompson. Tony Thompson. Tony Thompson. I, hey, let me tell you this story, man. Uh, I. When when I came back to DC, I went back to Tom, right? Uh, and um, Tony Thompson was in the gym, and I told him he told me at the time Tony was about twenty three, twenty four, probably. And you know, I went off the old philosophies, like if you old, if you old, <laughs> you can't fight. You know what I'm saying? You too old for boxing. I told that man, don't man, you you too old. You should do something else. I would never in my life tell no other man <laughs> what the hell they can't do in their life again, man. Oh, man. 
and I, and if I see him again, I'm apologize to him for something I said 20 years ago. Man, I'm gonna tell you, man, we last on fight too. On some, some, he, he fought on TV, man. He always made us proud, man. Yes, he did. Um, yeah, man, always made us proud. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you something too. So a lot of people don't know. This, well, I didn't even know he was. So I was adopted, right? So okay. all my life, I never really, I, I didn't meet my my family in '99, right? Okay. I loved the devil, man, too. And um, and and so I didn't know. So so one day, my my biological aunt Pam, who um, she went to a fan reunion, and Mike Tyson's father was there. Wow. So I found out that me and Mike Tyson are cousins. We related, right? Man. And guess, and guess who else was there, though? Who? The Fox, the Fox brothers. They, they my some kid of you, too? too. God. They my cousins. <laughs> that's so wild. So that's... me, the Fox brothers, and Mike Tyson, we cousins. Wow. So I, didn't, yeah, so I knew the Fox brothers. I knew them, but I didn't know they were my cousins until my aunt Pan came back and told about them. And I said, oh, I know them. And then Mike right. Tyson it was crazy. I think Mike Tyson's um, grandmother and my great grandmother was something mixed like that. They were sisters or something. Oh or man, that's your. <laughs> and then you know, I was going, and that's one of my questions. I was going to ask you, man. Do you remember what? the time in '96 when me, you, and Floyd, and all us met Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson sat at the same ring side yeah. that me, you, and Floyd and Boogie fought on. Yeah, yeah, I remember. In I remember Cleveland, Ohio, and this Cleveland, Ohio, yeah, he came in. Do you remember Rashid? This I ain't never seen this. We were, I matter of fact, I was fighting. I was actually in a ring fighting when he walked in the arena. Do you remember everybody stopped, including the fighters? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I really do man, remember that. Man, they had to tell everybody there. Like, everybody keep fighting. Let's go. Man, everybody stopped. Every everybody in all three rings. Everybody stopped. And I'm gonna tell you what's so amazing. So I didn't know Mike Tyson, my cousin at the time. And after that, that's when I that's when we met Mike Tyson. And then and then years later when I turned pro, Gene Malabinsky, um, and Ross, who were my promoters, okay. Gene Malabinsky Gene Malabinsky says, Yeah, um, you know, Mike Tyson said he's coming to your fight to support you. Now I just brushed it off because I'm thinking, you know, he's trying to try to get me hype, make sure I'm trained and stuff. You know, I'm not even doing their job. Right. Man, I'm in my, I'm at my first pro fight at the ABC uh gym in, in Virginia. Mike Tyson comes in, yeah, I'm looking for a rule. Man, the, oh, man, I was so excited, man, that Mike came. But I was thinking, Mike came with this. Now, all the people in that joint, Mike came to see me, came to support me um, for my first pro fight, but it tripped me out because it was a lot of people there, and I lost that fight out there. So, ain't, right. like, I was thinking, it wasn't a real reason for him to remember me, right. but he did. And then to find out later, he my cousin. Right. He was just crazy, so, man. So, one crazy. thing about, a lot of people don't know, Mike remember faces, man. Wow! Like, like, like he probably that. remember you from Cleveland. If, if anything, I mean, he remember he faces, to. man. He remember he faces. Yeah, Mike remember faces. Yeah. Wow. That's the only place he, only place he could remember me from, man. Like, and another, another uh, question I had too about man, our reflection when a lot of people don't know about how Floyd hung around nothing but DC dudes he, during he, that time frame, and he loved us, man. He loved us. I, I, and I don't know why. And it's, the thing is, he loved us. He wanted to hang with us, go to the mall with yep. us. And the, thing, and the thing that was so crazy, too, was I remember when he fought, he would look over. Oh, do you remember? He would look over. The, like, we fought one of us and beat, beat one, of, one, of, uh, one of our fighters in this in this weight class. He would lean over the rope at us and lick his tongue out. Like, I tell people, Floyd's always been kind of Floyd's brand. been the you know same. Yeah, Floyd's been, been the same. He's always been who he's been. Yes, all he has. Yes, he has. And, yeah. and a lot of people don't, when I had, for the Cleveland, I was fighting 119. And I walked on, and after the fight, Floyd went with me to go check my weight. So I uh -huh. checked my weight. I was 126 pounds. 
Wow. Flip's like, damn, you bigger than me. I said, yeah, I know. I was like, because I was still in school going to Duke Ellington, so I wasn't training like I used to doing that that last year of me fighting. Yeah. And because I was in going to Duke Ellington at the time. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I was still knocking them jokers out. I was 16, man. I was the youngest dude yeah. in the yeah. tournament, man. You was incredible, and everybody wondered what happened to y'all. Yeah. I remember what happened. Y'all like y'all just disappeared. What like, happened? We, we moved to Newport News, Virginia, and my father, we had restarted the lawn care business down there in Newport News, Virginia. So oh. we um we stopped fighting. We stopped focusing on trying to build that business down there. Yeah, and that makes sense. When my father started driving trucks, he left. And the close the, the nearest gym for us was in Norfolk, Virginia. And we lived in Newport News, Virginia. And at yeah. that time, that was too far for us to go. That's like like 30 minutes, 30 miles away from each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't, we didn't actually it was a little closer because all you had to do was go over the water, but we didn't know the distance because we weren't from there. So, right, right. so we just said we ain't want to fight, you know what I'm saying, for VA in which we should have and we regret it still to this day. But the real passion for Boston for us was to get out the hood. We was out the hood. We just let it just let it go, man. You know, we just yeah, let man. it go. But yeah, but I was saying about the Floyd thing, man, I was I was seven pounds overweight that day. Floyd went back and told everybody. Sean told me, I told you. Got to watch him, man. Sean already said you got to watch him, man. Yeah, man. Sean Ford. Yeah, Sean, Sean Ford. Yeah, he told me because Sean knew his whole movements and everything, Joe. Yeah, Sean, man, Sean beat him. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw it. Sean, Sean beat him. I saw that joint, Joe. He had posted it on Facebook. Yeah, Sean beat him. I thought he beat him, man. Yeah, he did. But you know, I, you know, it was political back then, too. Yeah, but Sean, like, Sean, Sean was a guru, too, because Sean had coached me through it. This was my first open tournament. And Sean yeah. kept telling me, Sean said, uh, Rashid, in the Golden Gloves, you good. You ain't got to make weight until championship. Okay. I was like, God damn, because I jumped on the scale of dude, said, get off, go. I said, okay, this is this the real gladiator joint right here, Joe. Yeah, they ain't man, even making this. weight up this joint. Damn. Yeah. Sean, I mean, he, but this, as far as boxing, that's another dude should been world champion. Sean, because he, 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 like, he the biggest little dude ever, nigga. Like, he ain't really, he ain't really his size. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Sean. Yes, indeed, man. Sean's a better boy. I sparred Sean once Sean can crack, man. I sparred Sean at the head banker gym. He can hit, man. He can hit to be, be one, at the time, 106, man. He can crack. Yeah. I don't know people that. I don't know people not to show up. They can't I already know, man. I believe that. And, and Sean was always ranked. I don't care which year of the '90s Sean was ranked in in the top ten every damn year. Bad boy. Every year Sean was ranked in the top ten. Every year. Yeah, man. Actually, oh, I ain't never man. seen him no less than five. To be honest with you. Yeah, he just always been there, man. Yeah, you know, and because I, I learned about Sean because we from the same side of town. I'm from Minnesota Avenue. Sean from Ben, oh. Ben, uh, was that Bennett Park area? That uh, yeah. Eastgate, Eastgate, and yeah, and, and, yeah. and a guy from around out in named Kurt Curtis. He used to box back in the days. Oh he, yeah, yeah, Curtis. He Curtis uh, Barnum. You know him? Yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah, Curtis. He got killed, man, last year. Man, yeah. he got stabbed, man. Oh, I damn! I yeah, he got that. stabbed last year, but he he would tell me about. He said, "Let me. I, I want you to meet little Sean, man. Sean from over there, uh, over Eastgate, man. He, you know, what I'm saying at the time I think Sean was about 23, 24. He was like, he's a bad uh, boy, man. He's a bad boy. I want yeah. you to meet him. You know what I'm saying? 
That's how Curtis was because he was trying to – this when I was like 12, 13, was trying to show me about who was who in the sport at the time. Mm-hmm. So, and, and see, and, and, and Sean got that mental. You know, Mark 90% mental, and see, Sean got that mental part too. Yeah, he You do. know, he'll he, he, he monster mentally. He yeah, he monster. do. And, and he's a motivator too, man. Because he, yeah, he yeah. kind of guided me, motivated me through that whole uh, experience on my first Open. He was there with me the whole way. I would never forget it. I always said every time I see him, I mention it to him and thank him for those times, man. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, man, always, man. And, and your squad, man, I wanted to, another thing I wanted to talk about uh, was the squad you was with, man. Y'all had oh, a bad uh, all-star Keith, squad, yeah. man. Keith Harrison, James McAllister, Lamar Pearson, and Dale that had man. this match. And, and, and that poster from the uh, – from the um, what's that Keystone's poster? That's a vicious poster they did with y'all, man. They got y'all like in like bronze or something. And, oh, yeah, and they got man. all the young fighters under y'all, man. That's a vicious yeah, uh, poster, man. And I need those posters. You know, you know what's the thing? I don't even have those. I got a gym in my basement. I don't even have those posters, man. man you gotta get posters. that one, man. That one there is yeah. vicious. I seen it up Hillcrest. Minutes, man. That's that's the beautiful thing about getting on this thing with with good boxing comrade brothers, man. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, and I, and I don't want to forget our other brothers, Chop Chop, Keith Holmes, Mark Johnson, William Joppy, the Toto Peterson brothers, like y'all, the Hammer brothers, and Gary Russell, man. All of them, man. I, I want to make sure they, because you know, I, I believe in paying arms because and all of us are a little bit of them, and a little bit of them, we are in them too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We we made them like they made us. You know that's I mean? a factor, brother, man. Well, that's all our time, man. DC Boxing Legends with my yeah, man, man. Hey Rude. Peace. Love you, man.